Praise God. Wow, it's nice to attend this church. I enjoyed just coming in at last second. It's great. The taxi driver dropped us off and like, oh, you're going to church? And Norris like, no, he's speaking there. And he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, doing the offering. Okay. So uh, we had a, a great time in New Zealand and uh, there'll be many, many more trips. Um, and these are, these, they're, called, they're called red bands. These are like crocs for farmers. And <laughs> they're called red bands. They're very, very popular in the East Coast. People wear them with shorts and like it's, it's legit. People are like, no. Yeah, they do. Because, because it enables you to go up the mountain and not get covered in crap, okay? That, this, is, this is what they're about. This is, this is what they're about. And because you go up these, the, uh, these uh, mountains and there are, there's animals everywhere. And so uh, New Zealand, who's, who's been to New Zealand before? It is beautiful. You, you just got these green rolling hills and uh, go right up to the beach and you got <laughs> cows, sheep, horses, just sort of like, just sort of, how are you going? And there's the beach right there. And I said to, I said to Lawrence, does it ever, do, do the grass here ever get brown? He goes, nah, bro, it's New Zealand. And, <laughs> nah, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, so we had a good time there. I want to talk about some things uh, this morning. Um, we were meant to get in last night, but, you know, uh, we've got a, a, a national carrier that will be addressed a little bit this morning. Um, and so uh, I'm just going to pray. For my sake, you guys are good. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're here. I just thank you for heavenly dimensions. I just thank you for a spirit of glory. I thank you, Lord God, that for the shoes, the preparation, the gospel of peace. I... <laughs> I thank you, Lord. Lord, heal Daryl's heart. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for speaking this morning. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your words in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we, uh, there's something strategic the Lord is connecting this church to in New Zealand, and I'm going to go into the reasons for that soon. But uh, I want to go in a little bit of analysis, some diagnostics but also the solution and the prognosis if we apply the solution. Um, so a lot of things happening in the world where people are overwhelmed. So what we wanna do is we wanna get you from overwhelmed to whelmed. <laughs> and then when you see things from, from God's heavenly perspective, you'll be underwhelmed. And so, but we, we'll, we'll, do with, we can, we'll do with whelmed at the moment. And so, um, no, we went, the, 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 there's something very, very powerful. I believe the prophetic call on New Zealand is insane. Um, and I believe what happens, everything happens in cycles. Your life happens in cycles. You, we think we can just do anything we want at any time. But what happens, the Lord skips on the tops of the mountains, comes down and says, come away with me. And she goes, yeah, nah, bro. And then what happens is that the Lord strategically withdraws on her request and then she, she finds that she really can't live without him. And so this happens in nations and it happens in individuals. And there's a cycle coming around of an invitation for New Zealand and Australia to genuinely connect in intimate obedience with the Lord. Otherwise, it's just, we're talking slavery. So that, that we, we, we went over there seeking the Lord and uh, um, I'm gonna unpack this, the, the encounter part 
for another time, but I want to, there's stuff that has a sense of immediacy. Um, <clears throat> and so we went up and, and this, this place, we did in Canada, an angel, uh, was it, is it four years ago, three years ago? Couldn't believe how quickly, how quickly time has passed. And uh, we went up this incredible place and overlooking so much of uh, the North Island. And, uh, and we went up there seeking the Lord. And sometimes like when you're, when you're connecting with the Lord, especially in worship and just getting in his presence, sometimes you don't feel that much. But then what happened was that day, we went back to our Airbnb later that day and we were tired. And um, you know, it's one thing to, to engage the Lord in the presence of God come. It's another thing to be exhausted on the couch. You're still getting healed over the rubber boots. He's so triggered, I told you. <laughs> I told you. So, so eyes up here, eyes up here. So, <laughs> so, ah, and uh, so anyway, you, you, so it's one thing to seek the Lord and then all of a sudden presence of God come is that I just got off the phone to Rachel. It was about, uh, just before we spoke, I was sort of felt myself drifting off. It's three, three and a half hours time difference. Just the Dutch. It's like, it's, I didn't know it was that hectic. So uh, a little bit different now that we've got daylight savings. I hope you enjoyed the 9.30 a.m. start. Um, anyway, I, I, I was falling asleep. Rachel rings, we had a good chat. And then I'm just reading an article and I'm thinking, oh, I want to go back into that sleep cycle. I can feel tired. It's about 8.30. The Lord just came in the room, just stepped in the room. And I'm like, Lawrence had gone into, because uh, my bedroom was on the other side. His bedroom was behind the, the lounge area. And the glory started to manifest. So we're on the mountain, seeking the Lord. And it's like, yeah, it's good. And then the anointing hit us in different pockets. But then uh, later that night, um, uh, just after I got off the phone, waves of glory came into our Airbnb. It was insane. Found ourselves worshiping the Lord for the next four hours. Uh, well after 12. I mean, we didn't get to sleep till 2.30 or whatever. And, and the Lord is, is manifesting some things. And this is some, some, this is very, very important. You know, um, we've got to be ready for the glory. And what happens is God manifests in a pulse, generally speaking. When he, when he appeared, when the Lord through the archangel Gabriel appeared to Mary, we're talking like, you know, rejoice, highly favoured one. You know, like we're talking from the very presence of God. We're talking Daniel was felt like a dead man. So did John, so did the others, Right. And, and it comes from the very presence of God and decreed this incredible thing. You're gonna you know, be found with child and how, do one, how is this gonna happen? You'll be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, blah, 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 blah. He'll be safe as people from their sins. You, how, what do you do with that? It's, 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 it's more than whelming. And so, so the angel manifested and says, oh, by the way, your, 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 your cousin, um, she's found with child. Um, and so God manifests and then it says, and Mary pondered all these things in her heart. What happens is God speaks to us and manifests and then our job is to go away and ponder it. We just want to, we, 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 we need to understand the mechanics and the economy of heaven is that if God was just blasting all the time, you couldn't handle it, you'd forget most things. So he, he goes like this, he, he presents something and then what happens, he gives you a chance and what that does, it cements it or it establishes it in your inner world because that's what she did. Zechariah had the similar visitation. 
And he, he spoke unbelief. And so the angel took care of that. He said, you're not going to speak for nine months. Just I'll let you know. Because of the unbelief that came from him. So we, we just had, a, we had so many things happen to us. And now I'm sort of like, I'm pondering this in my heart because right now is, is, is a, it's, it's, a, it's a season for us to lay a hold very, very purposefully of what God has said and manifested in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? One of the things, Lord said, how many signs do you need? I've given you so many signs. And I'm like, it, it, was, it was epic. So we had that encounter and I'll unpack that in more detail. Um, but I wanna talk about encountering from that from that encounter, we encountered the Spirit of Australia. And this is a sign, this is a prophetic sign that's gonna say so much. And I'm gonna go into some, some uh, diagnostics and a bit of analysis and initially, and then we're gonna come into the, the solution, the prognosis. So, encountered the Spirit of Australia. Does anyone know the Spirit of Australia? I don't, I'll answer that, it's called Qantas. So, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. So we were scheduled to come in Friday, uh, Saturday night. And what happened was, then we got an announcement we we're at Auckland Airport that the delay was gonna happen and we, our flight would be rescheduled. So the, the, the flight would come in later, so our connecting flight in Sydney to Adelaide would, was gonna be thrown out. I found it really interesting as we're sitting in the gate. So people have been delayed, they know they're gonna be, have to stay overnight in Sydney. Um, and then, then they said, and also too, by the way, we, we're having problems and there will be no in-flight entertainment. My gosh, I've never heard such a collective groan. Oh, thank goodness you're alive. Like it, it did my head in, it was quite amusing. I wish I recorded it. Um, and so then what happens is that uh, uh, Lawrence, his, he had check-in and uh, that was late because of complications. The shuttle to the hotel was delayed. It was a late check-in. Uh, got to the airport uh, this morning and found out there was, uh, the tickets hadn't been reissued, so there's no reference number, so you couldn't do the self-check-in. Long queues, angry customers. And it did, my, it did my head in because what you have is that there's one thing that's been communicated and another thing manifesting. It's called 1984, it's called Trojan Horse, it's called Gaslighting, there's so many, so many things. But what you have is, I believe Qantas is symptomatic of where Australia is at is that there were massive, during that time, they did record layoffs because of COVID. Record layoffs. And so as a result, you pay, massive taxpayer subsidies came in to help keep Qantas afloat. And as a result, there were record profits. Isn't that interesting? We've got to, we've got to let this stuff fire us up a little bit because uh, uh, um, now they're under investigation. Now they're under investigation of a thing called crony capitalism, which was collusion with. with, 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 with it's, it's not what you know; it's who you know. And I think the government blocked Qatar Airlines coming in, just sort of quite, unquote randomly. And at the moment, they're under investigation. Who's aware of all this stuff at the moment? It's symptomatic of Australia. Australia is in some form of a, a corporate takeover. And I want to go, go down and drill down on that in a second because a lot of us on a pattern recognition level, we're just sort of like, oh, what's sort of happening? Oh, it doesn't feel great, but it's actually not that hard to pull apart. And so one of the things is as we engage this whole place, so we had this encounter and then there, a series of misfortune, unfortunate events took place after that, that all had the same qualities. Uh, Lawrence had some artwork misplaced by a, a, a courier company, local one, and then what happened, he was on the phone for ages because the local courier company 
actually had used an offshore mediation service to, to go through the whole template of basically we've, we've it's been investigated, we've, we've, we've three days investigating with no transparency, no due process, no accountability, and we've actually closing the investigation now. And we saw that it was, it was actually bizarre, really, because I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm actually, I was more offended than him listening to it. And then, uh, um, yes, and then we're talking about, talking about, know someone who, now, let me know, now just, just this is going to trigger some people. I'm, we were talking about someone who was on the phone to the ATO put on hold for eight hours, eight hours. Uh, I was put on hold for, Tel for uh, Telstra for ages. Who, who triggers over Telstra? Especially they put you on hold and they're outdoor friendly for our quality services. Um, Qantas, the same. I was, when I contacted the hotel, I told you there'd be triggers in here. When I contacted the hotel, I had, there was a, there was a recorded message um, and the, the, the hotel was super close to the airport um, but kept the, the recorded message kept telling me how fabulous and attractive I was while, ever, while no one ever answered the call. And it was all sort of like this, and I go, can someone just pick up the phone? And so, so the, and what's happening is that we're finding the service industry in both nations is in a steady trajectory of capitulation. The service industry is, and you go, what's this got to do with anything? Hey, the, the, the car rental we, we collected was, had mud on the floor, it was dirty. Uh, the hotel was dirty, needed clear. Like when you walk some, somewhere and you're in the morning and you go, this floor is filthy, needs vacuuming. Like it was so derelict, it shocked us. Something's taking place, guys. You go, well, you know, what's vacuuming floors got to do with anything? Well, we'll tell you in a second. You know, it's sort of like you get on the plane and you pull down the tray table, it hasn't been cleaned. It's sort of like I'm sharing an experience with the last passenger. And so, and so, so what we've been told is more bureaucracy and more automation and artificial intelligence is being touted as the pathway to greater efficiency and the solution. And so this is what we experienced with over the spirit of Australia and the question is this, why so many delays? See, there's a war on time at the moment. There's a war on time and people, who's found a level of frustration in delays in their personal life? Come on. Just, it, it seems with these, like, like even, the, even it seemed like the phone call regarding the, 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 to retrieve the artwork was just delay. Constant delays. We need to understand the significance of the delays. And so, one of the things that we find We've got to understand that we need to be able to discern. It talks about patience in Christ. I do understand that. But in regards to demonic, de demonic delays, we are way too compliant. We just suck it up, buttercup. We go, oh, God's teaching me patience. Have we discerned rightly? Because there's a place, I'm gonna go talk about New Zealand in a minute, one of the most compliant nations in the world. And they are falling steeply into a place where lots of these things exist. At the bottom of the mountain, it's, it's real, it's completely real. And so we're good at complaining about this stuff, but what we need to learn to do is to lay a hold of the kingdom of God. Because of the, the, the delay, the delay, the delay, the delay, and it's actually a tactic because in our conversations, a statement came up and says, time is your enemy. And at the moment, it actually, because we, we know in Daniel 7, 25, the little horn looked to change times and laws. 
And so there's a war on time. So what I want to do is I want to put that on pause and do a quick segue uh, on back to New Zealand. Why am I citing the challenges in New Zealand? I'll tell you why. I believe, this is is just, we just so many cool encounters. I believe Australia, but New Zealand first, is sitting in the international or global gate of time. In other words, what gets established in New Zealand and Australia through the spirit starts to leaven out the nations. If we don't recognise that, we just go, oh, you know, is it God chose you in eternity past, if there's such a thing, chose you to put you here to solve a problem with him in the gate of time in the globe. And when you start to discern that, you go, wow, I just thought I was just an Aussie or a Kiwi or no, 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 no. He's put you and I here to solve a problem because of the continual delays and pushing things off. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And we've got been born again or born from above by the Spirit of God to engage the God called I am in the now. We've got, we've got to lay a hold of the now and lay a hold of today. So what's happening in New Zealand? Well, talking to friends over there, they are bricking in legislation to delay the destiny of the nation. So when you start looking at changing times and laws, you actually have to undo the damage of bad legislation or constitutional change to actually right the ship. So uh, um, they were talking about inflation over there. Oh my gosh. Um, You know, three bags of groceries in a trolley, about $300. Now, their, their, their dollar is on, on par with us, sort of, just, just a little bit under, to rent in a place that wasn't like the, 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 the high end of Auckland. It was somewhere on the East Coast. So this is what all the coasties wear, okay? So this is their thing, has been forever. Who remembers Foot Rot Flats? Okay, so I'm identifying as a cartoonist. So, so it, not in the high end of Auckland, but you're looking at $650 per week for a very average looking two bedroom, one bathroom house. We were talking to someone who's about to rent in the same area for $1,600 a week. Yep. By Christmas, fuel would be 300, uh, 300, 350 cents per litre. Sorry. Okay, explain to me like I'm five. $3.50 for a litre of fuel by Christmas. Who thinks that's crazy? And they're looking at passing legislation called Three Waters, Stormwater, wastewater and drinking water. And what you have because of the climate emergency is there's becoming a hyper-regulation on people collecting their own rainwater. If you've ever been in New Zealand, you start to realise real quick, there's a lot of water in New Zealand. I mean, when we went in, we, we went into uh, the East Coast of the North Island, honestly, it's like the enemy threw everything at us. We drove into a storm, drove through a, a very hectic gorge. Uh, was, uh, uh, and we're talking landslips, landslides, and you're seeing boulders that's just fallen down on the side of the road. You, wrong place, wrong time, and that's going on your car. And we just, we, like, it's like it was, it was, we were driving through stuff. We're driving through flooded rivers. And then as we just drove out of this gorge, they closed it right behind us. Then our Airbnb, which was on Battle Hill, Battle Hill, yeah. Uh, um, The neighbours were evacuated because of the floods. And here you've got a country saying, we've got to regulate your 
personal rainwater catchment because of the climate change emergency. I saw in the news recently where Anthony Albanese has declared that this year there will be record bushfires. Now, I find it really interesting. They've had hectic bushfires in Greece, Italy, Canada, Louisiana and the southern states, and nearly every situation they have found a record amount of arsonists setting fire. You have people burning forests and calling it a climate emergency. When will the lie tick people off so much they get into the throne room of God and be part of the solution? This is what we have to do. How much can you sit there? If you sit in a barber chair long enough, you'll get a haircut. Jesus said, be careful what you listen to because it will be multiplied to you. Passive acceptance of information starts to leaven out the inner world. This is why gossip is so toxic. It seems sweet, but it becomes bitter. So right now we have false prophets everywhere decreeing fear and lies. And so we have uh, uh, um, an engineered poverty taking place in New Zealand on turbo. Well, that's no good for them. Well, it will be coming here unless we wake up. So, so they're really pushing the lab-grown meat. Okay, you, if, you, if you've been through New Zealand, you, you can't look anywhere, you, you know, bah, bah, moo, you know, like, like everywhere. It's like Noah's Ark on land. Like everywhere, it's just incredible. So, um, um, so also too, what was leaked in a, a, a high level education meeting, it was leaked. All the secondary, the, a, a memo was leaked, planning next, year, next year's curriculum in all secondary schools in New Zealand to actually get rid of physics, chemistry, biology. Getting rid of it. Getting rid of it. And you're going, what? Because you can tell people that biology has nothing to do with sex. It's all what you choose, all right? They are setting up their next generation to put through a wood chipper. COVID is still smashed. This area we went to, there are 8,000 kids of, of school age, eligible school age, but only 3,000 attending school. You've got a generation who don't know how to tie their shoes, you put an iPad in front of them and they can solve the world. This is really happening. This is why the church, see, when we become self-serving, we completely lose mandate. We come off of mandate because it says, you are the light of the world. Light's meant to overtake darkness. You're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. So this is why we have been banging on for quite some time about government. I'm not expecting everyone to get involved in politics, but we're all called to govern. We are meant to take dominion in Jesus' name, even if subconsciously. So we have to be fully convinced. I've learned in this last season that I have to be fully convinced in order to go into a realm of promotion and high glory. If I'm double-minded, I'll just be stuck at that station. I am convinced. I am convinced that the church is called to govern the earth in the realm of the spirit first. In the realm, and you can say the seven mountains, family, education, religion, uh, uh, entertainment, uh, government, uh, uh, blah, 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 whatever. But, but 
when we become self-serving, we actually, we, we come off of mandate. Um, what else is there? I mean, can you, can you imagine you're having school, there's, there's no science. Some, some people going, well, that'd be great. Yeah, it's like no maths. I relate to that one, okay? <laughs> Gonna be no chemistry, no physics, no biology. Is that bad? Uh, so I dropped out at year nine. Uh, anyway, so, so this is such a brazen, a brazen strategy to completely overreach into the nations. And so uh, the, the people that, that I met with, they had, there was a protest of thousands of people in Wellington uh, against the sexualization of children in the education system. It's a problem, friends. It's a problem. Now, what we've got to do, this is, this is very important. You can't just get <clears throat> we got white line fever and just get <clears throat> rage against the machine. We go into the spirit and say, God, what do you want me to do? You go into the spirit, God, because what we tend to do, we tend to only serve problems that affect us. And that's what happened with COVID. Divided the whole community and everyone looked after their own interests and people were losing jobs. Well, I didn't lose my job. Were you fighting for those who were losing their jobs? Were you fighting for those kids who were actually going through the meat grinder of a corrupt education system? Because if we are going to be in the spirit and chant, can someone say amen? amen. This isn't a TED talk. It's a Todd talk. <laughs> Very different. Okay. <laughs> so they were protesting against BlackRock. BlackRock has offered the government billions of dollars to push an agenda. They are further down the rabbit hole, friends. But what you have is that, is that we need to, we've got to think great Southland of the Holy Spirit, we've got to think New Zealand and Australia. Who actually feels that they'll go to, that they'll do some ministry in New Zealand at some stage? Wave, wave, you feel, you feel God? Yeah, because it's on our church. They need a revelation of the Father and the power of God. And they need the, 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 a quorum, a remnant to lay a hold of heavenly purposes and see outpouring in that nation. Can someone say amen? So this stuff's really, really happening. Um, Anyway, so what we're seeing, government and media, pretty much owned by the same entities. You know, they, they were saying that because of the poverty and everything changing, farmers economically are being forced off their land because of their unsustainable mortgages. And then it's going to, going to auction and no one can ever bid on it. It's all, everyone's always getting outbidded because there's always a third party. Globalist, international third party, buying up all the land. It's been predicted that these companies will be owning about 60% of American residential real estate in the, next, in the coming years. So to, to chat, you'll own nothing and be happy, hashtag. So, so what you have is, as we said before, this, the, the government and the media are basically owned by the same people. I'm just being honest. You okay with this honesty? Okay, it's just the way it is. It used to be called lobbying. It used to be called lobbying, but it's a lot more brazen now. Okay? Don't think the people sitting in government came up with these policies. Please, don't be that naive. If you've heard any of them do public speaking, you go, how did that person come up with that? Well, they didn't. They didn't. And so, remember this. Greater automation of services and artificial intelligence will lead to greater efficiency and quality of life. Lie. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Lie. The computer modeling says, lie. This is all to keep us safe. Lie. 
The jab will prevent us catching and transmitting stuff. Lie. Is this fair enough? Churches have become too gun shy. The voice will bring unity and justice to the indigenous. Lie. We're not going to be, I'd rather be disliked for being too strong than being weak. Do you know how much disrespect comes from so much of society of the church because they're weak? I'd rather be disliked for being too strong. Who's in that camp? Seriously. And it's not strong to be an obnoxious pain in the rump. It's actually because there's a a courage of conviction. And so please, I want to make it clear. With the voice, the indigenous did not cook this up. It was cooked up by white people, faceless, nameless, in the background. They came up with it. Research United Nations UNDRIP because there actually is a very, very strong push for the appropriation of land. Trojan horses everywhere. So, at the moment, I'm not trying to overwhelm you, maybe whelm you, just a bit of whelming. But when we start to see, you know what happens with this, is that we've been talking about the invisible dimension for so long. Oh, by the way, by the way, we're gonna, in a second, I'm just gonna see, I'm gonna feel something out. I'll tell you what right now, when I spoke on The Voice about six weeks ago, I really felt people got intimidated by demons. I'll be honest, sort of like, if I say amen, they might hear me. If I, if I come into agreement with you, the spirit might see me out. Something took place. You know what? It says the righteous are as bold as a lion. One of the things I've learned, is there, is, there is something taking place in the Davidic dimension. I'm not saying David was any more prophetic than Samuel. David was a prophet. I'm not saying because it says Samuel, none of his words fell to the ground. That's, a, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good batting average. That's, that's better than Donald Bradman. Okay, even he got out for four in his last innings. And so, and so uh, uh, um, but what happens is the thing with David, he took the prophetic and he became so convinced he laid, a, he laid a hold of it. And we're meant to lay a hold of the promises of God and manifest the glory of God. We have to be so convinced. This is why, well, all I'm doing is presenting is like, if we do not lay a hold of the kingdom with an absolute, resolute, 100% purpose, is that these things will start to roll over to this country. This is what, who's in agreement with that? Seriously. And you know, like part of me, I go, I've lived a good life. I've I've done it right. But what about my kids and their kids? Where's that sense of generality? Where's that sense of legacy? We're just, we're we're, we're, we're just too mild. We're we're harsh on people and soft on devils. That's gotta change. We gotta go after, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Don't get me wrong, I'm quite anointed to, to sink the slipper in when I need to. But it's about the demonic and people get intimidated and they start to comply. And the result of compliance to the demonic results in slavery. We need to be sons of Issachar and recognise that this cycle is about putting the demonic putting the foot on the neck of the church and that will be successful unless the church realises it's already seated in heavenly places and lives from that place. Well, that's what we need to, it's not a case of raging against the machine and we're gonna do mass protests and talk about it. Every, no, we're not. Is it, is it, God's so stressed about this in Psalm 2, it says He's laughing. It says, He, who, he says, let, let, us, let us come against the Lord and His anointed, let's break their bonds in pieces. And, and, and the, Lord, the Lord sits in heaven and He laughs. When you start to, you know, I, have, I don't have a problem with people laughing. 
I don't care if it's a bit fleshy and a bit, uh, 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 a bit spirit, whatever. Like, you know, sometimes you've got you to put the choke on to get to start the engine, you know? But I find that when I laugh, it's because a demon has had his brains beaten in. Because you start, to, you start to manifest the fact that God's not even sweating. But if we don't, if we don't with an absolute resolute sense of purpose, engage the kingdom and manifest it here, if we're earthbound, then these things just roll out. They just roll out. So what I'm excited about is this, is that we can turn this around. I know, I know that I know that I know. Enemy wants us, the, the, the enemy can't just arbitrarily do things. You know what happens first? At the moment, I believe, I believe we're going into a, like with um, uh, what's happening in Australia, the media and the government are trying to manufacture consent. Do you know what you're signing up for? Do you know what you're signing up for? Thank you. Um, give me a little, thanks. All right, no, no, she caught it, it was good. Um, very skillful. Um, do we know what we're signing up for? So this is, but please don't underestimate that, the, the, the principle here. The enemy needs people enough people to come into agreement first. Enemy can't just arbitrarily do things. The deception comes and gets people to lean to a, a spirit of agreement. Because lift up your heads or your, or your gates, your everlasting doors, so that the King of Glory may come in. The Lord functions primarily on the earth through human agency. Human agency, the faith of the church, the action of the church. So, Holy Ghost. What's interesting is, does New Zealand know that, that war's been declared on them? It's not like World War II. But you're, you're seeing this, we're talking, part of the ideology is this, the planet and the devaluation of human life. That is not a kingdom value. That is not a kingdom value. I'm not in the trash in the earth, you know, sort of like, you know, sort of like eating something in the car and throwing out, the, that's okay, we're getting raptured anyway and it's all gonna get destroyed. I don't believe that. I believe we have to look after the earth. I believe there's a dimension in the spirit where God wants to use people almost on a St. Francis of Assisi level and engage, engage with creation. Creation is waiting for the sons of God to wake up and be delivered from churchianity, to realise that they're seated in heavenly places, those who are joined to the Lord are one spirit with Him. Again, not everyone's meant to be involved in politics, but everyone's called to govern. Because if we don't govern, we'll be governed and we're being governed at the moment. It can be, I'm telling you, you just have to look at precedent. When you find God's purpose, God's cause, you look at precedent all through Scripture and, and, and it's, something seems insurmountable, nothing. Our Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. So the solution, it's so simple we could miss it. I fear, not I fear, that's a terrible way of putting it. I'm terrified, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'd escalated, all right. I'm convinced that too many people who name the name of Christ are overly familiar with a God they don't understand. The Scriptures, they're overly familiar with the Word of God they don't understand. They don't understand it and they're over, over, overly familiar. And you go, so, so the, 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 the solution actually is one of two things. It's profoundly simple but very confronting. Can you see the dichotomy of that? It's simple. And this is the solution. You go, really? Really? No, 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 no. Here's the solution. Who wants to know the solution to turning this around? This is the solution. Get in the spirit. Get in the spirit. Oh, really? Wow, that was a nothing burger. Really? 
Do we really understand what getting in the Spirit is? Do we not understand in the realm of the Spirit is wisdom, victory, power, strategy, counsel, might, glory, the very dimensions of the Lord. That's the, you, you, and so it's the, the realm of the Spirit in, in the Kingdom of God is infinitely superior and transcends every realm coming out of the earth. It's, it's, it, we go, in the Spirit, well obviously we haven't really been in the Spirit because people are going, yeah, of course, yes. Because we start to, those are joined to the Lord of one spirit with Him, and you realise it's a, it's, a, it's a dimension, there's no time. You know, I mean, you know that book called Revelation, pretty interesting read. And the, the qualifier was, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. In other words, I was in the spirit in the timeless dimension of victory. I was in the spirit, the timeless event, uh, uh, dimension of victory and provision. I was in the timeless dimension of the infinite realms of victory, provision, wisdom, counsel, and glory. And so this is, this is like, you, you, you're like, so we need to understand what that looks like, the, the, the access of it, because we're actually seated in this place. See, one of the things is that we, we, we've, we've become too soulish and we call it the spirit. You can really manifest, you can actually probably rate a lot of how much we're in the spirit personally and corporately, how much anxiety do we carry? Because if you're in the spirit, Anxiety can't touch you. Do you know, do you know that the default setting of being in the Spirit is? Peace. Peace. You know that there's a storm. Jesus is asleep. Maybe he was half asleep. The disciples are tripping, right? And he's sort of like, and he knows I can just tell this to calm down any moment. We'll just see how they go. Maybe he, maybe, maybe he was in deep sleep. I nearly went somewhere. So, Good boy. And so, <laughs> and so it's the realm of peace. This is where, see, see we, 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 we've, one of the things that we're in danger of, the familiarity is making, and I don't like using this word, I don't use it a lot, with making the supernatural, we're devolving it into pop culture. The supernatural. If you really want to see Red Seas parted, quail, manna, resurrections of the dead, being transported in the spirit, caught up into the heavenlies, the third heaven. We can't be overly familiar with the kingdom of God and the ways of God, because it says is the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so, so this is what's exciting, is that see, okay, I didn't give you any scriptures because I've only just got here. Could you please, can you please put Joel two verses twenty five to twenty six? Hallelujah, Joel two twenty five to twenty six. So. We've got to be, I believe a lot of the delays that we experience in our personal life, we've got to put our foot down, we've got to stop being so compliant with the delays. Who's over the delays? Seriously. So we recognise again, this is a delay. Now you go, oh, God's teaching me something. He's always teaching us something, but most delays are based on our focus, our belief, our obedience. Then it's not just something external. Mary. Wedding feast of Cana, son of God. He says, it's not my time. Next minute. It's his time. <laughs> can, you imagine if, 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 can you imagine if God chose Australia as the ground zero for the Bible narrative? Okay. <laughs> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know? 
Can you imagine all of a sudden, Jesus is at the wedding feast of Canaan with his mum. She goes, Mum, it's not my time. And then Nick minute, and it's in the background, he would have gone, Mum. <laughs> and so she, she had, she, see, she had the encounter and she processed, pondered in her heart, and then it was able to boom. This is what we've got to do. They're, 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 we, we, I've, I've had, one of the things, I, did, I had encounters. I did have hectic encounters in New Zealand. One of the things the Lord says, I've given you tons, son. Now it's time to believe. Now it's time to lay a hold of what I've laid a hold of you. Now it's time to take that vision, that dream, that encounter, because it's not in time, it's outside of time. Don't keep waiting as a hyper consumer in the supernatural unto pop uh, culture and, 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 and being braggadocious in the realm of the Spirit. We have to take what God's given it to us, ponder it in our heart until it lays a hold of us and we can lay a hold of it. This, this is what's, this is, this, and, and the delays. One day, one day, one. here's the I am. David called the, the spirit realm today. Hebrews 11 says now. And we always put it, so, so I believe there's a spirit of a Holy Ghost violence laying a hold of us in the spirit to, to who, who, who wants to really violently lay a hold of the promises of God over their life? Not just one day, one day, one day. We become too compliant. Love people, hate devils. Hate them. We get it the other way around. We're as wise as doves, gentle as serpents. I'll just stay in. So let's put this up, Joel. So I will restore to you the years that the, the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts. That's a lot of locusts. My, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in the plenty and be satisfied and, and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. So what you have is if you think there's delays over your life, you need to know that nothing's ever lost in God. Nothing is ever lost in God. But we have to get to the point we don't put up with it anymore. And I don't wanna get down to the base levels of financial breakthrough and things like that. Those things are the children's bread, healing especially. So God wants all those things, but He wants greater. He doesn't want us to take the supernatural and make it about us. It says in Matthew 6, 33, if you seek first the kingdom of heaven, and His righteousness, all these things will be added to you. It's a place. If you seek God first and His kingdom, you start stepping into a place where everything you've desired exists. But we have to lay hold of it. What are we going to wait? What are we waiting for? What is New Zealand waiting for? Until literally everyone's land titles are taken away from them? Is that what we're waiting for? Are we going to wait for that in Australia? Are we going to wait until, you know, like we're, we're talking ridiculous stuff. The gaslighting. I think Labor's going to get turfed out over there. I think it's, is it Chris Himpkins? Is this his name? Yeah. He, he took over from Jacinda, who's now in the UN, I think. Oh, yeah. And she did, she did a talk recently in the UN saying, we've got we to go after speech. And freedom of speech is important, but not when it comes to misinformation. Legit. Start calling her George. But this guy, this guy said if, if people have not complied with getting their jabs and their boosters, etc., we're gonna go find them. He said, literally said that. And then he, when he became PM after she abdicated, 
right? He said, no, we never made anybody. The gaslighting is over the top. And it's like, we, we, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I, 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 I'm, Australia, I'm as Australian as anybody. But boy, we've got to wake up. We've got to wake up. Otherwise, there's a, 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 there, there is a fecal tsunami of wokeism about to break over. Yeah, yeah, I'm effluent, I tell you, I'm effluent. <laughs> no, this is it. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> and it's sort of like, what, 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 until we're in physical chains, this is a historic cycle. We are seeing a combina- combination of capital cronyism, fascism, Nazism, communism, and I'm sure there's some other isms in there somewhere. And this is what we have to recognise. It's, it's, it's not hard. So, okay, Matthew eleven twelve, please. Eleven twelve, Matthew eleven twelve. And this is around the time of John the Baptist and they came out everywhere. And it says, from the days John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. People come out everywhere. We're talking, they reckon, I don't know how he did it. You know, it's like an Uber baptism, drive-through, KFC. Like hundreds of thousands of people. We're talking all of Israel come out to see John the Baptist, including the Pharisees. I mean, we're talking like full immersion Sort of like, you know, think about, <laughs> think about the, the supernatural anointing that had to be on John the Baptist and his disciples to not get serious RSI. <sighs> you do it for half an hour. <sighs> I'm getting a bit shot. <laughs> you think about the, the glory. He was one of, he said, he, the greatest Old Testament prophet. He could see in the spirit, brood of vipers, who've warned you from the wrath to come. And so now we're in a cycle where the Lord's saying, will my people violently lay a hold of the invisible dimensions, superior invisible dimensions of the kingdom of heaven. Will my people lay a hold of it? Will my people be fully convinced of my word? This is where we're at. Because I'll tell you what right now, is that all these things, they start with fraud, with some force, and once the fraud's been completely exposed, it's just force. We're still in fraud. We need to understand that it could be shut down. So here we go. Here we go. This is the Romans 6, 6. Uh, hang on, no, Romans eight, five to eight. Romans eight, five to eight. The solution is screaming at us. It's screaming at us. It's screaming at us. For those, no, no, sorry. Um, For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things on the natural. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be fleshly or carnally or naturally minded is death. That's just to be, that's not to, this is just not letting your spirit run your life. Oh, I walk in the spirit. Are you wrecked with anxiety? Or uncleanness? Because it becomes self-evident, the fruit of the spirit. So, 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 so <laughs> to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life, zoe, and peace. See, this is, this is, you can't get around this. This isn't disassociating. This is, this is connecting with the, in, the infinite dimensions of love, power, glory, shalom, peace, until it actually starts to resonate on the inside of us and then we start to change things. You, can just, you don't have to go and change things. Like, wow, that protest was really annoyed. I really do believe there's a place for protest. I, do, I believe there is. I agree to disagree with some of the things that have been said recently. However, it is not by might, it is not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Do you know what? I'd be honest. Gosh, why did I say that? Oh, Rachel said I can, I can say that because Jesus said verily, verily. All right. Verily, verily, I say to you, 
I have a respect for people who get involved in the freedom movement. That, that, that rent went flat, didn't it? My job will not be to do that. My job, maybe not even pray, but I'll put my hands together on a post. That'll change things. They're out there. But they're scared, they're angry, but they're doing something. I remember the one we went to had about 20,000 people at least. And then in the advertiser, bleh, said hundreds protest, hundreds. Who went to that massive protest? Oh yeah, there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and 10,000 times two. Anyway, so, so, so put that back up if we can, Romans 8. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yep, keep going. Because the carnal mind is an enemy of God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. I'm not gonna get into the whole law thing now. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot please God. So you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes here, what does that mean? What we tend to do is this, is we've got to rightly discern what's taking place. The Word of God is, is life. The Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. What we do, unless we go after the Word, our inner world is hardwired to seek comfort. But comfort is situational. And your situation changes, especially when you engage the, uh, 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 the, the realm of the Spirit. And comfort's like, yeah, comfortable, uh, challenge, comfortable, challenge, like this. And what happens is you, get, you end up getting more tormented. When you go after the realm of the Spirit through the Word of God, what happens is your world gets overtaken by peace. Peace. My kids are off the rails. Peace. And I'm speaking authority in love over them. Peace. Finances aren't lining up with what God's promised me. Peace. My body hasn't manifested the healing that I've, I've received a quickened word from 18 months ago. Peace. Otherwise, you're up and down. That's the realm of the Spirit. But it's through the Word of God. And so, so but if we're not in that realm, we can't overcome anything. We become statistics. So it's like it's happening everywhere. Romans 6, 6, if we can. This is the key. These three things. Please, you can't, this is not like do your homework. Just do it. But it's this. Say the word, say, say after me, knowing. Okay. That our old nature was crucified with Christ. You're crucified. You know the stuff, the weakness, the pain, the fear, all of that stuff. See, when the Lord goes, you've got to be a Christian type thing, right? Well, that's not what He calls us to do or be. And we're trying to be, oh, I'm trying to be a Christian. Your old nature is trying to like, like crank up faith. I've never started a car with a crank, but boy, I'll tell you what, it looks like hard work. You know, looks like hard, yeah, Trevor has. Okay. But, but what, what we have is that you actually can't fulfill what it is to walk in the Spirit. So realise that part of you that, that is full of fear, inconsistent, you know, people go, I'm not full of fear. No, you're fine when your circumstances are fine. What are you like in crises? What are you like when you get betrayed? When you get, so someone lets you down, someone accuses you. Oh, yeah, yeah, not, 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 not good, not good. And so that's the flesh. So you're in the realm of the Spirit. You're in the realm of the Spirit. There's peace. So knowing that that old nature that cannot overcome is actually dead, got crucified. You're dead. Dead man walking. Knowing this, that our old man was already crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of impulses. Slaves of those things. There's a lot of good, a lot of good God-given things that, that, that's fine, but it's not something that just constantly sort of like we're you know, led by the nose in the realm of the Spirit. 
The next verse I want you to put up is Romans 6, 10 to 11. 6, 10 to 11. For the death that Jesus died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon. Say the word reckon. That's like it really strongly consider saying, hey, I consider this as fact and really brick it in there. So first we need to know that our old nature of fear and weakness and pain is already crucified. You don't, you, please don't try and fix it. Most people's problems are they living uncrucified lives. They wonder why there's no power. It looks like there's God saying, can you not say that? Can you not do that? Can you do this instead? Can you say it like this? And then what happens is you start to yield to the leading of the Spirit, the voice of the Spirit, not your impulses. So first, knowing that you're already crucified is a fact in God's eyes. So if you're, not, if you're living in the flesh, you're actually living a lie. Then he says, likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So knowing we're already crucified and reckon ourselves dead to sin. You know what, you know what that does? I don't think, a lot of people going, oh, semantics. No, 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 no. When you realise you're already dead, you're crucified, you, you, the, all your weaknesses and the rubbish and the pain and the cycles, actually dead. We keep breathing life on it. <laughs> There's no life in it. You, 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 it's impossible to please God. You get, I see people all the time, they get powerfully touched by God. So someone externally has brought an anointing that's external to them, they get touched. And you see that one, have you seen that? Have you ever, anyone seen that gif or that meme or that video or that reel of the sheep stuck in the ditch? And the guy, <laughs> the belt like this. And then, ding, ding, ding. That's the flesh. It's impossible. You get touched by the Lord. Crazy prophetic word. You're in the, in the flesh. You'll never be able to bring it to pass. So we're already crucified with Him. Now we are to reckon ourselves dead to sin, but alive to God. So that's what we're, that's, see, in the realm of the spirit, your spirit starts to so take over that it changes your heart. The minute it's in your heart, you just have to speak and everything changes. This is why prophets should be really powerful because it's coming from their heart. You know, I'm like, I wasn't thrilled about the developments the last 24 hours with the travel. And I was sort of like, I was pretty crusty last night. A bit salty this morning. All right, I was. And I'm like, all right. I thought, it was, I thought maybe I'll speak on the mountain of the Lord, which I will at some stage. But I'm sort of like, Lord, what do you want to say this morning? And just the word of the Lord came to me. I know how much God loves you guys because he speaks to me about you guys all the time. And that's actually not for me. My life could, it's not by the way, my life could be a mess. I need a double portion. If I have wisdom, I need wisdom for myself. That's why you get so many ministries, they're so gifted, but they're not got any other, per, no personal breakthrough or development. And I just, I just lean in the wall, what do you want to say today? Wow, you love Field of Dreams. You do. Because he wants, he wants his, he, the only place you can meet the Lord is in the spirit and you cultivate it, have encounters. I'm, I'm, oh, we need encounters. In the last days, I brought my spirit in all flesh and dreams and visions. Okay, I'm all for that. But we've got to take the encounters and own them. Own them. Otherwise, we have continual words, continual encounters and no change. 
And I can minister to you guys and never change. I have to be that much more invested because I'm, I am desperate to change, desperate for transformation. I don't wanna just, just be, you know, the church went well, praise God and other ministry expressions. But if we're not in the spirit, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening, hype. People get soul fatigue. And so the last scripture that we'll, we'll do is this, shikabamba. Okay, I say that everywhere now. People go, what does that mean? I'm not sure, good interpretation, all right. It means something different every day. <laughs> 613, Romans 613, here we go. We're landing the plane. 6.13, Romans 6.13. And do not present your physical body, say the word present, knowing that you're already crucified. And when you actually live for the Lord, it says, knowing that you're already crucified, reckon yourself to be dead to sin and alive to God. Well, you, you, do you know what happens when you keep doing that? You start hearing Jesus. I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and I heard a voice behind me say, this is real. This is real. This is not like just some sort of disassociated, sort of a karmic state. Is you, 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 you go, I'm already crucified. I'm crucified. And now I live for the Lord. And what happens? He speaks, he speaks, he speaks. Part of my role, our role, is to help people hear the voice of God. But you'll never hear God's voice if you're self-serving. And you're caught in the flesh. And I can encourage you every week. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Please, be encouraged. And if you're in the flesh, you're going, hmm. What I need to do is, is, is help, lead by example first, manifest it. But teach people to get in the spirit. It's peace. My gosh, this year's been interesting. So many things moving around. And the Lord says, come to me, peace. In the world you'll have pressure, but in me you'll have peace. That's the realm of the spirit. Everything you need will come into that place. The minute you have anxiety, you can actually take, the, 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 you can measure it. And that's the, the, the degree that you're manifesting anxiety under pressure. It's the degree you don't have peace, the degree you won't manifest anything. Now, sometimes the enemy's going, kicking you like this and sometimes you just got to hold. You're not feeling that victorious. Don't worry about it. But just don't start talking rubbish and doing rubbish. Right? Because the cavalry is on its way. So do not present your members or your physical bodies as uh, instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God, your physical body as being alive from the dead and your physical body being instruments of righteousness to God. This is the realm of the Spirit. You look, it's sort of like this. You have a look what's happening with New Zealand and Australia and what's taking place right now. And you go, what the heck? We need some sort of crazy prophetic white course, river of fire, blazing. The Lord says, get in the spirit. Get in the spirit. You're already in the spirit if you're in Christ. But what we, we, we do you know what? At the end of the day, it's actually not what we say, it's what we are. And that's what we, you know, you can't try and convince, I'm in the spirit, I'm in the spirit. If someone's saying that, they're probably not. There's so many cool things taking place in the heavenly realms. But if we're in the flesh, we will be overwhelmed by what we see. So I'll tell you what right now, a bunch of you guys are gonna be coming across different times with us to New Zealand because what we see over there, we'll also see over here. It is an amazing country. And you know what? One of the last thing I'll say is this. Can we put the pads on, please? Went a bit over time. 
It's the gum boots. Okay. Just took longer. I reckon if someone pushed me over, I'd go back and I could flip back up again. put you on this earth for now he chose you this is not it's not incidental to put you on this earth now but I'll tell you what we have to be committed to walking in the spirit becomes you know what this is this is a level of, of freedom for me I was an absolute sport addict it's okay it's good to be in the sport and I remember getting on the plane going oh yeah grand finals happening yeah. hope Collingwood don't win all right so but I bet you they do NRL Grand Final today. I couldn't care less. I'm not anti-sport, by the way. I'm anti-antichrist. No, no, no. Seriously, the realm of the spirit, you actually get entertained. God's very entertaining. You have a visitation where the glory comes in. You're sort of like you're about to fall asleep, and He starts speaking to you, and then you feel life flow into your body. You're climbing up and down hills. We were praying stuff up there and things manifested within 12 hours. 12 hours, the heavens are that open. But I'll tell you what guys, we can turn this around. Who believes that? We're called to turn it around, but we've got to be in the Spirit. It's not that hard. Church and State this week, it's here, you can register. I have nothing but respect for the people who are volunteering from this church, thank you. I think seriously, the people who are volunteering left, right and centre, the people that are involved, and what's happening governmentally. These are heroes, guys. But you, but you don't wanna do it in the flesh. You wanna do it in the energy of the Holy Ghost. Because every time you hand out a pamphlet, every time you're an usher, every time you volunteer, it says that the, that the fragrance of the Kingdom of Heaven is diffused. Let's take our communion, Holy Ghost. As you're doing that, in the realm of the Spirit, there is no time. And the, re- the way you change timelines is you live in that timeless dimension. One of those places is Zion. God even said to Job way back then, He said, decree a thing and it will be established. If you're in the flesh, it won't happen. But you're in the Spirit, decree a thing and God will establish it. He'll establish light on your paths. Just getting in the Spirit. Okay, this is what we're going to do. I want, I want there to be something in your spirit of, of, of being resolute and go, Lord, you are the I am. Right now, all this rubbish delay, I put my foot down in the spirit and I am resolute to manifest what you promised me. Can someone say amen to that? We've got to wage war on this delay stuff. We've got to wage war on it. Finances, health, relationships, whatever but we just be in the Spirit. And from that place, you start to put your foot down. Be shocked how many things in the Spirit you can do just by intention. You don't have to wave your arms, jump around, just intention. The Spirit realm is so superior to the natural, just intention manifests things.
If I can be an assistance and help people get into that realm of the Spirit, we can turn this all around and we will. Because He has. Holy Ghost, thank you. Thank you for communion. (laughs) Thank you for communion, Lord. Thank you for rubber boots. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you (laughs) that the enemy is under our feet. Thank you that we're seated in heavenly places. Thank you for the mountain. Lord, I just thank you in the name of Jesus for manifesting the I am. We say yes to the realm of the Spirit. We say yes to John 14. We say yes to abiding in Your Word and abiding in You. We say yes to keeping Your commandments. That is, as You've loved us, we will love one another. We say yes to serving because the servants are the greatest. We say yes to walking in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, worshiping in the Spirit and truth. We say yes, the just shall live by faith. We're saying yes, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We say yes that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We just thank You, Lord God, that You have you have uh, diffused through us the spirit of triumph that celebrates the victory. Lord, we say yes, the fact that we sit in heavenly places and all things are under our feet. Lord, we say yes to Your goodness and Your faithfulness. We say yes that the, the earth is Yours, Lord, and the fullness thereof. We say yes, Lord, that the just shall live by faith. And we thank You to Him who believes all things are possible. Anoint this, quicken it to us in Jesus' Name. Amen.